Hello and welcome everyone to the Key to Licensing One Simple Idea, simplifying licensing for inventors, product developers, and idea people. If you are here looking to learn about how to get your product to market through the route of licensing, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and make sure to join the others who are on their licensing journey. Hello and welcome everyone to another InventRight podcast. So today we have a special guest, a current student of ours, Keanu Alfaro, and he licensed a product which is going to be a new pocket knife. Can't go into too much detail about the um, product, but we are here to hear about Keanu's process and his story and uh, how he got to this point of licensing. So welcome to our program. Hi there, Sylvia. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's an honor to be here. And yeah. Well, we want to congratulate you. Absolutely. And our team wants to send out congratulations with the hard work that you've put into it and uh, that you're doing. Um, And I know that you're working with your coach, Paul, and uh, you started working with us back in July. So, and became a formal, a form, a formal student of ours in our program. So, let's hear a little bit about your journey, about where you started, and um, and then we'll, you know, go from there. So, sure. tell yours. Yeah, no, I never even imagined, or I never even knew what being a product developer was. Um, uh, back in 2018. Um, you know, knife, uh, knives were, or pocket knives were kind of a hobby of mine. I would collect them and, you know, use them as a tool. You know, use, it's an everyday a household object that I use. Um, and nothing really quite fit my needs. So I decided to kind of draw a little sketch on paper. And uh, I didn't think anything of it. I, I said, no one's going to, nobody's going to want want this. And so uh, I just kind of put that paper to the side. And then um, uh, two years later, it kind of appeared again and it happened to be during the start of COVID that I had found this piece of paper again. And um, at the beginning of the, the, the pandemic, um, you know, I was kind of feeling a little stuck in life. I, I, I felt like um, the, the, the trajectory of my life wasn't going the way I wanted it to go. And uh, here comes this paper again. And I, I kind of had heard people had um, been able to, uh, you know, make a living off of designing um, products. And so I figured, what did I have to lose? And so I decided to teach myself um, how to um, do CAD, which is computer-aided design. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I, I, and I work a nine-to-five job. So after work, I would go home and um, practice uh, my CAD skills and Uh, try to develop it and uh, sure enough I was able to create um, that sketch that I had on piece of paper into a full-blown CAD uh, model and uh, I was really proud of it and so um, I thought I had a winning design and so uh, the next step I started searching like how can I uh, you know make this uh, CAD design come to life and put it in people's hands and so I started Google searching and I came across, oh, you need a patent. So I started um, looking into that and I actually contacted some patent attorneys 
and was about to get uh, a patent uh, or uh, um, yeah, I was about to start the process for getting a patent, uh, which was going to cost me thousands of dollars. And yeah. when I got the quote back, I said, oh my God, there, there needs to be a more efficient, cost efficient way of doing this without having to spend, you know, all this money because I didn't have it, you know, I, I'm, yeah. 20, I'm 24 years old. I just, I just graduated. So, you know, I don't have I don't have thousands of dollars to spend no. on this. So um, I started YouTubing things, and of course I came across Invent Right, and um, was and and then I I got the book um, uh, from Stephen Key, the Sell Your Ideas with or Without a Patent. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was sold. So I I, I um, was like, okay, I'm gonna file a PPA. Uh, I went ahead and did that, and then I was able to put. Um, Ending on my my CAD design, mm-hmm. and then I just started sending them out everywhere. So I sent it, I submitted it out to 48 companies. Um, I got a lot of hard nos, a lot of people telling me to basically open my eyes up and that you're not going to make it in this uh, industry. And uh, wow, six- you had people t- uh, telling you that? Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, six days later, uh, I got a yes. And, um, and uh, from there, just, uh, uh, and ever, ever since I got that, yes. Uh, and s- since I signed the contract and, um, and, and actually after I got the yes, I started getting uh, emails from other companies saying, you know, let's, let's start uh, working on our next collaboration. Let's, let's uh, send me your other stuff. And so it's, it's, I, I can't even tell you how crazy it's, it's been and just, a short amount of time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it went pretty quickly now. And that's not typical for everybody. Just mm-hmm. so, so to kind of make everybody aware that it, it, it many times it takes, you know, it can, it, t- it can take months or, you know, six months or even maybe sometimes even a year, you know. And um, so when you found the YouTube videos on doing the provisional patent and reading the book. Did you become a student in the program at that time? Or when did you decide to jump I, into the program? It was it was actually after I got the yes and after they sent me the contract. And then I was going through the contract and um I was like, oh my God, like I don't know how to read the contract. So yes. I ended up hiring a licensing uh, attorney uh-huh. and, he, and they cost, you know, hundreds of dollars per hour. And then again, I was like, wait, this must be a more efficient way. So I, I you know, I went back to InventRight and then I, I learned, oh man, you can actually work with, um, you know, coaches that are going to yes. uh, help you along the process. And I was like, God, I wish I had learned about this sooner before, or, you know, I, it just didn't, it didn't click to me. And and then so I went to Eventrite. Um, I joined as a student and was so thankful that I did because now I have, you know, uh, again, I'm working with Paul and, you know, I have Paul in my corner and it's, uh, it's a peace, a peace of mind kind of thing, uh, knowing that you have somebody uh, uh, right to your side. So when you, when you came in, you already had the contract and you had been submitting your idea to companies And you finally got that yes, and you sent that contract. And it is very common. I mean, licensing attorneys and attorneys in general are extremely expensive, or and can be. And um, 
and then learning the skill set of how to actually negotiate the deal and what mm -hmm. goes into a contract is yep. very valuable, especially if you're planning on working on other ideas. Now, once this kind of this whole process went through and you got the contract and you signed up for negotiations and you started working with Paul, mm -hmm. um, were you planning on or wanting to work on other, like, did you have other ideas as well in your mind or written Absolute, down? Absolutely. It, um, uh, after I had gotten the provisional patent application for my design, I already started creating new designs. So I, I already had things uh, on the, uh, on the after, or uh, on the back burner, on, on, the, on the back burner. Yeah. Um, that I was ready to go with. So um so yeah um were they in the same industry or were they in different industries yeah actually yeah they were they were in the same industry and then when i sat down with paul he's like you know maybe we should kind of branch out maybe we should he you know he really challenged me which, which i liked because i i probably never would have uh like the thing i'm working on with him now it's in a completely different industry and so again i i probably never would have branched out to that if mm -hmm. he had not you know kind of pushed me which, which i liked and when, so the company that you ended up licensing this to, let's talk about the negotiation. How, sure. um, how did that go as far as um, the back, like the negotiation process? So obviously Paul reviews the contract and then you start and he starts assisting you with negotiating the deal. Were there things that you were, you had not even thought of or, thought to ask or you know a part of the process through the negotiations that you learned um, from Paul and the experience that you wouldn't have thought of to do or to ask or things to put into the contract or take out if you were doing it by yourself or obviously having somebody else do it for you absolutely yeah I mean I was walking through that thing blindly you know mm -hmm. and um one thing sticks out is um i was about to sign the contract uh, under my uh my name and mm -hmm. you know he was like you know i i think we should you, you should probably um create an llc and and sign it under that mm -hmm. and i'm very thankful that i did so um I, I, yeah i was able to create an llc and that's how i'm going to be um signing contracts moving forward and that's just one of of many things that you know he kind of opened my eyes to because again I've, I've never even seen a um licensing contract before so everything was new to me and um uh you know he was a valuable resource in in guiding me through that uh, document do you feel like the company that you were working with was pretty um like open and easy to work with or were, yeah. do you feel like they were more because there's i mean companies can you know be very um inventor friendly and mm -hmm. uh you know very uh open and easy to work with and then there are going to be companies that are can be a little bit more difficult to work with yes. so were, was this a company that uh, it it was really working out well it felt like a good partnership for you or were there some you know hard times work or you know it was were there some difficulties working with them you know i i feel like i'm blessed because they were actually uh, a pleasure to work with and i, I um 
uh, my contact there. Um, uh, we consider each other friends uh, in just a short amount of time, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, no, they've been they've been great as well and very open to um, uh, what Paul and I have uh, uh, asked for. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, which is very surprising because I, I hear that negotiations can be very crazy at times. And yes, but, uh, it can depend definitely depending on the company and and um, the length of time and the type of pro. I mean, there's a lot of different variables, so it can definitely can potentially drag out uh, for a long period of time. Now you signed the contract during the this time that we're going through. Um, yes. with the coronavirus did you was that surprising to you um that it ha you know that it happened during this time were you did you have any kind of thoughts in your mind like well companies are not going to they're closed or they're not you know nothing's going on in the world everyone's on a standstill like or those types of concerns or thoughts going through your head at all you know the the main thing that was going through my head was you know, because I had nothing to lose, so I was submitting yeah. out things left and right, and um, uh, I didn't really, I didn't, if nobody said yes, I just kind of figured, oh, you know, well, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I wasn't expecting much, but, um, um, so no, it, it didn't really uh, weigh on me very much, like, yeah. oh, I don't think companies, but I did get a couple of those who said, you know, you know, we're not open for business right now, so we're, right. we're going to review it in in six months. Yeah, so and that I, and I, yeah, and that's understandable because mm -hmm. there's there's during this time there's going to be you know some companies that really struggle um, either weren't obviously weren't prepared and who obviously would was prepared but um, are struggle facing how to manage and how to per continue to move forward through this time and make sure that they are um, still sustaining their sales and potential growth and getting right. their products in the market and et cetera. And so um, if they've never experienced hard times before, then this is going to be their first time trying to manage and put together policies and procedures for the company in order how to do that. And so that's, you know, I think that those types of companies would be more of us in a standstill or holding back or pulling back from moving forward on anything before they need, because they need to figure things out first. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And then there's going to be companies that have got, you know, have been around and have gone through things <laughs> throughout their, <laughs> yes. throughout their uh, span and, are more prepared and have um, processes and procedures in place on how to handle, you know, the ups and the downs throughout the economy, et cetera. And they're going to persevere and they're going to be more proactive and they're going to be business as usual, knowing that there's going to obviously be some impact and or fluctuations, but they're able to manage it. And, and they continue to accept ideas from inventors and they continue to be open because they know that that's what's going to continue to sustain their sales and sustain the growth of their company. So 
Um, so you'll get, you know, you'll definitely get that in every industry or product category that you're trying to license out to that some companies will kind of close their doors and then other companies mm -hmm. are like, nope, keep sending us your ideas because right. this is exactly what we live off of and thrive off is producing products and being prepared because regardless of whether, you know, how long coronavirus is going on and what's going on with it, we still have to keep, the business still needs to keep running and we're prepared to do that and prepared to bring consumers products that they need and or want. So mm -hmm. that's fantastic that you found a company that um, really worked well with you and you yes. maintained and you are now in a relationship. You have that ongoing relationship with them. And, um, and that is a big part of kind of wh what we talk about a lot in our YouTube videos and even in the program is a big part of this is going to be building relationships. And, um, and you did that, which is really fantastic. So now that you are working on another idea, you're working on another idea with Paul, right? Yes. Okay. So are there things that you're going through right now and learning that you either didn't know or are, that is improving what you had done on your own? Because you pretty much did. You read the book, you followed the book, you followed the steps and you followed the process. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you taught yourself CAD, which is amazing. <laughs> um, and, you know, and you were able to successfully get your idea in front of companies and get into a deal. Now that you are working on a project with Paul more from the beginning, you know, filing the PPA and, and again, the sell sheet, are there things that you're learning that you didn't do the first time? Yes. Um, one of the hard things I'm dealing with right now is, um, existing patents and so the product I have right now there could be existing patents that are going to prevent me from moving forward on mm -hmm. it um, and so I'm at the point where um, um, I need I this is the time when I probably do need um, uh, a patent attorney mm -hmm. to help me um, structure my own um, uh, plan uh, as to as to how i can get this design out uh into the market without infringing on other uh other people's patents and so that's been a real challenge and i'm still working on paul with this right now yeah uh, with paul and uh patent attorneys and um all that kind of stuff and so that has been an unexpected um challenge well i guess i kind of knew that challenge was out there but now it's now i'm living it so yeah it's uh yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a uh, speed bump. And did you for your first for the product that you licensed? Did you make your own sell sheet? Yeah, I I used the um, the CAD, um, not the I didn't send them the CAD file, but I sent them. Um, so I use a Fusion three sixty um, um, app. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yes, the Fusion 360 app, and um, one of the functions is you're able to share it without the company being able to like download it. Yes. Uh -huh. so, yeah, they can basically view it without downloading it. So it's a really user-friendly system. I recommend it highly. Um, 
And another thing on that is, um, you know, I never thought I was uh, a technical person like that by any means. I never, I was never like a math person or a, any type of that person. And so, um, and so I just wanted to say to, you know, all the other students out there that you can, you know, even if you don't think you can do it, if you sit down and you put the time and the, the effort into it, you, you, you'd be surprised, you, you could surprise yourself. And I definitely did that. Yeah, I think a lot of time it's uh, our own fears and or more uh, constant thoughts that are getting in our way of trying something or doing something than it is the actual thing itself. So for some in individuals, it might be the you know tech aspects of things. For some individuals, it might be calling companies, or for some for other people, it might be you know uh, something else. You know, um, and so and um, I think that a lot of individuals will overthink things to the point where it just paralyzes them from doing anything um, or talk themselves out of it, and so the fact that you taught yourself CAD and you know, you might not necessarily be a, a person in the tech world or IT is not your specialty. Um, mm -hmm. You still can, you know, find and use different tools. And that's a big part of the process as you're going through it is, okay, there's tools that obviously InventRight has, um, that you use when you're a student of ours. There's tools that you find and other students use that work for them. And so you find what works for you and you you use it. And yeah. so, um, and then you when you share that with others and you share that in the, uh, within the community, it's really great because then other people can try it out and try out different things to see what works for, what works for them. So that's fantastic that mm -hmm. you were that you were able to do that and so when as you're going through this um process um and others are obviously other individuals are going through you know other students in the program or people that aren't even in the program that are considering licensing their products and getting them to market or just starting to learn about the process what would be some key uh, suggestions, recommendations, golden nuggets that you would you know, put out there for somebody who's getting started? My, my number one key would go to InventRight. Research, you know, you, uh, InventRight has a lot of resources, free resources, uh, you know, on YouTube, and that's where I started. Just consume everything you can there. Um, and you're gonna learn a lot more about the process than, 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 uh, than you would think. And um, it's gonna save you a ton of money. And again, I wish I had uh, really uh, dived into InventRight sooner. I, I would have been able to save myself some money, but um, um, basically try to research as much as you can before. Um, um, making a decision, but, but not letting that stop you from making decisions. Cause, um, if you're not making decisions, then you're not, um, you're not moving forward. So you do need to make, you, at some point you do need to, uh, to make those important decisions, but, mm -hmm. 
again, having somebody um, with you to make those decisions is because I was going to my family members, my mom and my brother, and they have no idea, they have no interest, no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. And you know, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm like, oh, do you you don't understand? Like, uh, you know, I'm trying to explain all this to her, but she has no idea. So no, they don't get it. You what? You're getting a license to drive? Yeah, they have no idea what that was. So I was like. How old are you? You didn't you get that when you were sixteen? I don't get what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I needed I needed an expert, you know, yeah, to, yeah. To, to help me, and and I can't tell you how valuable that is. If you do not have that kind of expert, which I'm sure a lot of us do not have that in our lives. No. It's you. It's something you need. Yeah. No, I know the, and uh, when I asked people you know who do they know personally in their lives that have licensed a product um majority of them say no one nobody mm-hmm. and so they yeah. don't have many inventors product developers or or individuals that are trying to license don't have somebody that they can go to to talk about that actually understands the process or what they're going through or things to expect along the way or can't and can't provide them with guidance and so they're either misguided or misdirected or um you know or feel very alone uh throughout the process and so that's one thing that um i think is extremely important is like you had mentioned, making sure that you have an expert because our friends and family members aren't those experts uh, if they haven't yes. gone through it themselves. And exactly. so as much as we would uh, want them to be sometimes, right. it's just yes. you have to definitely find somebody that you can trust and work with and that is has gone through it and can understand where you're at and where you're coming from and then help to challenge you along the way and teach you and then you can do the same for somebody else so um so yeah that's fantastic well i want to are there is there anything else that you would like to share with our inventing community oh just that um you know this whole process has been so fun for me and um you know it's from the from the beginning to you know every step moving forward it's just it's just been a blast for me and so if you are considering uh getting into this i say go for it because you know you probably you as well as as i did probably have nothing to lose um, yeah uh, and so just just go for it well, uh, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast with us, Keanu, and um, sharing your story with us. Uh, it's something that our listeners and our student, current students in our program and those who are uh, thinking about becoming students or just trying to start licensing their ideas and working on it themselves uh, really can benefit from. So we will be hearing more from you uh, and I'm sure you'll be continuing to license more ideas. So I want to thank you for sharing your story. And thank you so th- much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And for those of us who are, for those of you who are listening, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You can learn more on inventright.com. 
also invent right tv which is our youtube videos and if you have any questions feel free to schedule a call with us and we'll be happy to answer them for you as well so thank you so much Thank you for listening to The Key to Licensing, One Simple Idea, the podcast. If you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can also check out our YouTube shows, VentRight TV, with Stephen Key and Andrew Kraus. Join me next week for another interview. Thank you for listening, and keep inventing. (laughs) 